Welcome back, everybody, to episode 21 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. Uh, I'm Scott. Oh, that's Scott. The mic skipped out oh, right on the introduction, buddy. Sorry, man. Why, why don't you say your name again for us? And I'm Scott. There he is. That was much better. Ah, round two, always. And got a good lineup of discussion topics for tonight. We have more poor quality playoff football. Woohoo. We'll, we'll bounce that around. We have mock drafts coming out, which I got a big old bone to pick with mock drafts, Scott. I hate every single one of them. Got some sad news in Major League Baseball. And then I have a few coaching questions that I'm going to fire towards Scott. We'll put him on the hot seat a little bit. Hopefully you guys are okay with that. Scott, you excited? Yeah, you got to answer these questions too. I don't want to be the only one on the hot seat. Well... That's they, not how this are they works, basketball, dude. Are they basketball-related? or? Yeah. They're basketball. Okay. Well, I, I mean, there is coaching, but it's specifically coaching basketball. But here's the thing. The guy who comes up with the question asks the question. Then the guy needs to answer the question. It's the whole idea of a hot seat. I'm going to well, answer my own questions. Question. What? Well, if I think of some teaching questions, I'll, I'll ask you. How about yeah, that? and that's, I mean, that's fair. See, that's how I'm comfortable with that idea. However, <laughs> let's... Uh, Let's get going with with the playoffs, Scott. What do you think? Like, wh- bad football. That's what this is, right? Or am I not seeing something? Dude, hopefully the Super Bowl's better because this bowl playoff deal has been has been pretty poor. I mean, the two the four best teams were in the the championship games, which was good, but then we got two blowouts. You know, and we had we have. I don't think you could say game. you expected that to happen either. No. I mean, the Falcons over the uh, of the Packers. Like, come on. I mean, you get well. You can't expect a twenty point game. Now no. it w- it ended up being the over. I think both of us took the over, sixty and a half, and it ended up being you know sixty five, whatever. It's forty four to twenty one, forty four yeah. to twenty two. Okay, but yeah, we didn't expect it, the Packers to get trounced. Now, Aaron Rodgers could only put up silly, magical plays for so long. I mean, that was going to run out. Right. They have a, they have a bad you can't secondary. You relying on Hail Marys to win your, bas- win your football games. It's right. Like basketball. Right. It's, you know what? It's the same thing like in baseball. You live by the long ball, you die by the long ball. Teams who rely on the home run throughout the regular season, they're not going to make it so far in the playoffs. And having the 31st-ranked defense in the regular season, which the Packers had, didn't help. It was awful. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's disappointing. Um, are we previewing the Super Bowl this week, or are we waiting for – we're going to preview the Super Bowl later, aren't we? No, I, we're going to do that next well, we get, Yeah, we got two whole weeks. Oh, yeah, it's only, it's only Monday, January 23rd, two thousand and. 17 we got a couple weeks for well, that. i just I mean, hope it's a better game and i think it will be it's not gonna be scott it's not gonna be why would why would you think it's gonna be a good game ah uh, that's a tough one that's a tough one that's a bad pause but um i don't know the falcons are playing well man who, who knows i didn't think they were gonna beat the packers i thought the, the pa- pack- i thought i thought the packers were playing well <laughs> like it's, we thought all these games were gonna who, be good literally games. who knows flip a coin That'll be my prediction. Well, right now, the Patriots are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 59. It's going to be another high-scoring affair, which is weird to me because the Patriots had the number one ranked defense in the NFL in the regular season. I mean, we got we got two weeks to talk about it. We'll, we'll revisit it. But I, I, I'm sitting there watching these games trying to think, okay, what, are, like, what, what could Scott and I talk about here? What are we going to talk about? We had yeah, there's there's literally nothing nothing to say. We had we had Aaron Rodgers sort of acting like a goober at at one point in the game, and you rarely see that. You know, Aaron Rodgers is is you know sort of that role model type athlete. He was you know he's these personal fouls all over the place. So I mean, there's that. However, I mean, I I don't know. I did. I, I'm I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I was I was robbed of quality. 
NFL games. And I had the thought, I'm going to fire it your way, Scott. You ready? Question number one. Here we go. Okay. I want to implement some sort of NIT tournament in the NFL. What do you think? You know, I'm not going to lie. You cut out there for about three seconds. You're going to implement what? An NIT, a not in tournament. Four teams. That is a terrible idea. Let me finish. Let me finish. Four teams. And these teams are like the the eight and eights, the nine and sevens, maybe a seven and nine. Four teams. Okay. And you know, so it's just so it's essentially it's it's to one two it's three games. And the winner, Scott, the winner gets the number one overall draft pick the next year. And then the regular draft order is just by, you know, bad teams. Because here's the thing with that, Scott. You take an eight and eight team or a nine and seven team, and they are probably one guy away from being a playoff or Super Bowl caliber caliber team. If you give okay. the number one draft pick to the O to the Brown, what is that gonna help them out with? Nothing. Nah, they're never gonna be good. They're never gonna I be good. I like where your thought process is. Thanks, Scott. But I don't like the execution of it. I'm just saying Take middle-of-the-way teams that barely miss the playoffs. Take the Bengals. Take the Skins this season and put them – because who knows? They might – those may have ended up being better games than these ridiculous playoff games, the games that actually meant something. Oh, you Uh, like it. I can see you like it, Scott. uh, The wheels are turning. The wheels are turning, but I can't – I don't know if I can get behind that. I don't know if I can – if I can find a plausible way, you're going to see backup quarterbacks playing, backups. Everybody's going to be hurt. It's going to – you know what? I can't shoot that down because I don't have enough facts and I wasn't ready for that. It's but, you, you know what it is? It's a little gimmicky for you, and I know you hate gimmicky things. Oh, you I hate it. hate gimmicky things. I hate it. You're anti-gimmick. Just like I hate, just like I hate VCU's defense, I hate gimmicks. Right. You could explain that a little bit later because I really don't get that oh, that comparison oh. there. Explain it later. Explain okay, it later. But this would – I mean, it is sort of like a second preseason. But I don't know. I, they'd be better – it's it's hard to have any worse football than what we've seen the past three weekends. We've had well, one Well, it meant game. a lot. It was bad. It was poor television. I'm falling asleep on the couch on Sunday. It's just poor. Was poor. There are some cool stories that come out of it. Like I just learned that the New England Patriots, four of their eleven offensive starters, undrafted free agents. Right, all lacrosse yeah. players now have hope because of Chris Hogan. Oh, I hate La- that. Lacrosse hate- coaches are now saying, you know, kids, guys, one day you could be like Chris Hogan. You just keep playing lacrosse and then go play football. You know, I was watching I was watching the game with the lacrosse coach and he said that before like anybody ever like like saw it. Like anybody ever on the TV said it. He said it like 10 minutes before. They look out for their own, man. You got to respect and, that. And then they said it on the TV and I I was like, "Dude, you just said that." He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty known in the lacrosse world." <laughs> they, like, well, right. well, what else do they have? You know what yeah, I mean? Really. Like <laughs> I'm not looking at professional lacrosse players. You know, no offense, but you're right. But he's but but he's giving them hope. So there's cool stories like that, and you have your whole drama with with Brady being being the suspended kid, the suspended senior starting high school. But then he turns around and he becomes he's the valed- it to he, he becomes like the valedictorian of the high school after being suspended. No, not even for that. TPN. It's like he's like. Sticking it to Goodell, it's like sticking it to the principal. Right, that's what he's the suspended kid who becomes valedictorian of the senior class. That's what that's what Brady is. He's he's Zach Morris, and Brady is Mister Belding. Who the heck is Zach Morris, dude? Saved by the Bell. I'm gonna have to cut that part out. That's embarrassing nope. for you, Scott. Nope. I wish I, I had my Scotty doesn't know sound bite still. Why don't you have it pulled up on your flip phone? Well, oh. because my flip phone is incapable of having a <laughs> you know that, dude. That's it. That's Welcome a cheap shot. That's a cheap shot. 
Well, we're talking about Tom Brady. Okay, Tom Brady. So there's some more drama with that. Okay, kind of a cool story. And then Matt Ryan. I don't know why they call him Matty Ice. He sort of chokes a lot. He was 1-4 and four in playoff games until this season, and he's still 3-4. and four. Big deal. I don't think he's any chance against the Patriots. But we're rambling. We're rambling, no, Scott. it's good. It's what, that's what we need to do. That's ramble. what we do. We just ramble. We just ramble onto subjects and we stumble onto stuff and we ask each other dumb questions. Okay. That's what this podcast is about. All right. Well, I iTunes. think I have, an- I have another dumb question. on iTunes, you know, everything's That's, rolling. It's big time now. The world knows time. now. If you're listening on iTunes, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing, iTunes? It's nice. You sound good, right? This is good to have a little treat for your iTunes wherever you're listening to Spicing it. Spicing it up. Yeah, it's nice. So one more dumb question for you. Well, one more about football. We'll probably have plenty more throughout the night here. I thought of another rule I want to fire your way. It's a little gimmicky, so you're probably not going to like it. I'm going to ask you anyway. I, so there's, there's another missed extra point. Okay, I'm sure there were – I'm sure there have been multiple in the postseason, but I guess I just haven't noticed. And I noticed the Steelers – their first TD, they missed the extra point. Oh, here we go. We, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, the whole idea. You hate that they bumped it back to, to a 33-yard field goal, essentially. You hate that, and I know that. Yeah, it's the worst. Now, I think they did it backwards. They shouldn't have backed up the kicker. You know what they should have done, Scott? What? They should have made the uprights narrower. They should have adjustable uprights to where it's your standard field goal for all field goals. But then then for extra points, you're still from the two-yard line. It's a chip shot. However, you're kicking it through uprights that are only like 10 feet apart. No, that's a terrible idea. Is it more terrible than than backing? It could be like a whole other attraction. Oh, I think be, I think that's terrible too. It could be a I, thing I where your uprights already, like shrink. You know, it'll I've be like already another thing. Voiced my All state could sponsor show. it. What was that? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I said I, I said I've already voiced my opinion on the show about what we should do about the extra point. Well, you want to abolish the extra point completely? Gone. You want, you want TDs Gone. to be seven points. Yeah, and then with a chance to go for one. Mm. And then if you miss, then it's minus one. Oh. Boom. Oh. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You can go for one to make it eight, or but if you go for one and miss, it's minus one. Dude, like, so your point, does that happen in any other sport except for golf to where you can have – to where your score actually worsens depending on how you do. Well, it doesn't worsen. The touchdown is now worth six points if you go for two and miss. Go for one and miss. But you could just wave. You you could wave it, not going for it. I feel like yeah. all coaches then would turn into dummy Tomlins and be doing weird stuff. What is a dummy Tomlin? Although Tom, you know, Tomlin always well, not always, but he goes for two a lot. I guess in this case he would like never go for two. That'd be weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on it. It's gimmicky, so I love it, Scott. You know that. You know that. Because I'm I'm pro gimmick and you're you're the anti gimmick. Those would be our superhero names. Two questions for you, Scott. I got two of them. Okay, you ready? Sounds like I'm the supervillain then. With the ant well. Well, yeah. I mean, what what do you think you were gonna be? I'm trying to like kill all fun. Is that what is that what's going on? Yeah, you're the the anti the anti gimmick is the, also the chief of the fun police. Yeah, that's how it Good works. Two questions: If you were to sum up this year's NFL playoffs with a movie title, what movie are you choosing? It has to be the the 2016 NFL season. Is like this movie because, boom. What do you think, Scott? Dude, that's a tough question. I feel like you should ask your kids this. This is a good like school teacher question. It's critical you know, thinking. thinking. On feet. Yeah, it's, thinking it's on your comparisons, feet. metaphors, similes. It's it is critical thinking. Let me give you mine. 
and I'll give you time to think. How about okay. That? Okay. You got to set up. Okay. So I'm looking forward to the 2016 NFL playoffs, just like how I was looking forward to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones 4. Because you're psyched. Uh, you're like, oh, oh these are the best players Ever. These are the these are like the best three quarterbacks here in in recent memory. You know, like Indiana Jones, the best explorer, and then you have your young kid, like the, well, not the young kid, but the, but the Matt Ryan, he's trying to prove himself. Like Shia LaBeouf is trying to prove himself, and it's like, oh, it's the NFL playoffs, gonna be awesome. Looks so good on paper. You get to the movie theater, and it's sort of starting a little bit slow, and it's like, well, there's like some Russians, and and you're sort of waiting for the good parts <laughs> to happen, then you realize that. Ah, maybe you're kind of sick of Indiana Jones. Like you're sick of the same three guys being in the Super Bowl every year. You're just trying to root for something a little different. And then you walk out of the movie theater and you're thinking, "Good Lord, I just wasted my time. I was falling asleep." But you know, you look back and you say, "Well, at least it's football. At least it's Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones." Wow, that's a that's a pretty good one. I don't know if I can top that one. Thanks, man. Well, what are you you've, just, been, you've been thinking about that all week. No, I I thought of the so I thought of the question. So you last tease night, yourself up, and then it took me. I spent the majority of my day trying to think of a good. I mean, maybe that makes the response even even worse because I did put some thought into it. But what do you think, man? What do you think? Give me something. Scott just dropped his mic again. Again. <laughs> That's good. That's not the that's not the first time I've dropped this thing. No, and it won't be the that's last. Not the first time. <laughs> See, that's why you need a rig like I got. That's why I'm not got even rig. drinking. This bad boy you know, I should, isn't I should be. Well, you know, we're not doing that. It's an evening episode. We get to have one or two <laughs> pops. Our morning episodes, I have one or two cups of coffee. Evening episodes, I have a pop or two. That's it's just translates. It okay, okay, so let's hear your movie. I'm you know, I thought it was going to be the more like the storyline. You went a different direction by going yeah. like with, with like, you know, the whole setup to like your expectations and all that. You can. I'm not even that excited. I'm not. I'm never going to be excited for Indiana Jones like that. I'm never going to be excited for the NFL. Well, that's that's because you're the anti gimmick, dude. Of course, you're not excited for India. How can I be excited for India? Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I. It, it's tough. I'm going like. With a, with a like, bad news bears type deal. Ah, you're but going sport movie, huh? I, I that's what I that's, that's immediately what I thought of, and then I <laughs> thought of like one. football movies, like going longest yard or replacements. But it's not like that. It's almost the opposite of replacements because it's all just top notch quarterbacks. Um, I. The longest yard, the the gunner that everybody loves, the pretty boy that goes and sticks it to the warden. You know that's that's the that's where I first went. Um, but it's oh, not. I see. Okay. All right. I see what the storyline, the whole thing. Where, but it's about. But it's about football, though. So, like, of course you can. Of course, say, of course, it can relate somehow. But it's know, like it's you know, kind of a cop out quarterback that gets arrested. Suspended, you know, Tom Brady arrested. There you go. There you go. Warden, you know, the warden, Roger Goodell, jail, and has to build something back. You know, you kind of see where I'm going here. I'm getting it. Am I? I'm getting it. That makes a lot of sense. And and you said bad news bears. So if you're going bad news bears, I'm actually comparing Tom Brady to the coach Buttermaker. Because he had to do, he had to, he had to coach the young kids, because he got in trouble. I'm thinking of Mighty Ducks, dude. Mighty Ducks, Gordon Bombay. He gets in trouble, and his community service is coaching the Ducks, and then he turns the Ducks oh, into a championship a team. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's not a bad one either. Is that is that that's your second one, right? Now nah, my second one, I was going something along the lines of, of the Hangover Two. For for the same reason why I chose Indiana Jones, you just get disappointed again. You're yeah, you're really excited for the Hangover too. You're thinking, oh my god, here we go, and then it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. Like it's it's still football, it's still a funny movie, but it's just a little disappointing, right? I mean, yep. you could always enjoy football even if the results are bad. There's cool stories that that 
you know, that, that come out, like the Chris Hogan guy and, and stuff like that. There's always dramatic stories, but I want to see good games. One more question for you. Saw this stat last night, and, and, I, had to, and I had to ask you about it. 13 okay. out of the last 15 Super Bowls have featured either Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Ben Roethlisberger. There have only been two Super Bowls since 2002 not to feature one of those three quarterbacks. Name the Super Bowls or the teams who played well, in the is Super it, Bowls. Oh, I guess I was going to say Eli Manning. Now because that's he, not a... he beat – right. He It's not winning quarterbacks. It's just – Oh, I got being, one. It's the Harbaugh's when the Harbaugh's fought. Yeah, that's number Forty yeah, Niners so, versus uh, Ravens. That's right. So that was in 2013, or I guess technically the 2012 season. But yeah. And then the other one's got to be with uh, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. I now forget be- who they played. Now because they beat because they beat uh, the Broncos. Oh yeah. They beat the Broncos, and then they and then they lost. So that was Peyton Manning, and then they lost to Tom Brady and the Patriots. The whole Marshawn Lynch just could have walked the the ball in. Right. This one. This one's tough, dude. I I couldn't get this one. I had to look this one. I up. can't think of it. I can't think of it. All right, I'll give you a hint here. John Gruden. The Bucks. The Bucks, and then who are they play? They who who did they beat? The Rams. The Rams? Raiders. John Gruden's old, so his his team beat his old team. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Oakland Raiders in two thousand three. Oh wow! Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. There's a little, and I'm horrible. I feel like I'm horrible at at trivia stuff like that. But got that first one. But then that second one. Who the heck? But crazy stuff. I mean, honestly, these three quarterbacks just dominated the land yeah. for two decades, and nobody really talks about it either. Well, nobody really talks about it a lot. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's a monopoly between those three guys. That's it's just kind of it just trade. They just trade off when when they want to do it. When they want to have a good season. Mm. I mean, from Peyton Manning setting the TD record to you know Tom Brady throwing twenty three touchdowns to Randy Moss. It's just it's just crazy. And they just and they switch and and that's what greatness is all about, really. You know, doing it yeah. consistently year after year. We will see. We have we have two more weeks to talk about it. So let's not let's not use all of our juice now. And I say we we move on. What do you think, Scott? Sounds good. All right. So let's go. Let's just go to some baseball news real quick, Scott. Sort of unfortunate. We had Andy Marte and Jordana Ventura dying in the same the same night over the weekend in two separate car accidents in the Dominican Republic. And I learned two things. Learned two things from it. Now, Andy Marte, not not a whole lot of information. He actually played the majority of his games in the minor leagues. I think he only had about 300 games in in the big leagues. Now, when I say only, I mean like that's that's a career. And he was a big-time prospect. But just the, the, the career went horribly long, but people are remembering him, okay? People are remembering him, so that's significant. But I learned two other things with Ventura. Now, I, I, I didn't have a whole lot of opinions of the guy. I, I, knew two, I knew two things about him. I knew that he was a flamethrower yeah. and that he was a hothead. Yeah. Two things. And when those are in the same guy, it can often be... You can often, if you're not a Kansas City fan, you're probably not going to like him. Now, I remember the, it was just last season he, he had brushed back uh, Manny Machado. I'm a big-time O's fan, so, of course, I'm rooting for Manny Machado to kick his butt. And it's just, it's just bad. So I'm, I'm spending the whole season, oh, Ventura, blah, you know, hothead, you know, blah, who cares about him? Big old jerk. Who cares? Who cares? And the poor guy ends up dying way too early. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, way too early. And then... All these things come out, j- just his presence in the clubhouse and what a competitor he was, and of course all of his teammates uh, and the whole organization. Just incredible things to say. And, and granted, you're not going to say anything bad about 
a poor kid who who passed away too young, of of course. But you learn that it's like what you see athletes do on the field. Right. I mean, as fans, we form opinions, but but that's not what the whole what the whole guy is as a whole. I mean, that's a small part of their life. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's their passion, it's their job, it's their profession, it's a business and a moneymaker, but it's a very small part of their lives in the grand, in the grand scheme of things. And so it just, it made me maybe, I'm, I'm thinking a little delayed New Year's resolution is to try to get out of the, oh, I hate blah, 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 athlete, right? <clears throat> I'm just going to be, I just, I'm going to not, I don't want to say that anymore. I don't want to say, and again, I don't. I don't mean to be too cheesy here. I mean, we're trying to have. I don't want to be like cheesy or preaching. No, no, I, I I agree, and I have definitely something to say. Like you know, what you say, what people say on the t on TV, on the radio, on the internet, like that has an effect on people. I mean, it really does. And again, I'm not trying to be cheesy like like you are, but. I mean, I've seen it. I, I've seen it in the locker room where people just get down. It's like, man, I suck. Like, like I'm missing these free throws. I can't. I can't get it, or, or whatever. You know, these are human beings, right? These are just human beings like you and I that have an incredible gift. Mm-hmm. And so to that, to talk about them, where it's like, oh, I hate this player. No, you just hate the way he plays. Right. We and see. You don't have to agree with somebody on the field or on the court. You can disagree with the way that they're playing style, or the, you know the way, the, whatever way they play, but it doesn't mean you have to get into them personally. Right. We see such a small part of their life. We see them. We see them play the game that they play, and that's it. And then we talk about it. The, the like they're like they're not cycle, human beings. Yeah, and the sports news cycle is twenty four hours a day, so you right. end up inventing stuff. Honestly. You know, so so we talk about them like they're not human beings, really. It's yeah. like they have families and they're just they're doing this for a living because and, they have an incredible gift and they're not right. going to do it forever. Right. They're going to do it for their 20s and 30s if they're lucky. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I'm not I don't think athletes are victims here. OK. Yeah. They get a lot of negative attention they get a lot, a lot of positive attention. They also get a lot of money. I don't think they're victims in, in any way, shape or form. However, me personally, I'm just going to be care- more, a little more careful with what I say, particularly on the, on the podcast. You know, no more I hate so-and-so. Maybe, maybe have a little better of a thought. Maybe a little more positive. I agree with Because what do you know? Because what do you know? So that's thing number one that I learned. Thing number two, and again, I learned. I, I, I don't mean to make this like personal or about me or anything. No. I mean, this is, hor- this is horrible. This is horrible seeing this. But just, just things that I'm I'm trying to learn about about the world and and how people work. Thing number two is that stretch of highway in the Dominican Republic. The Dominican Republic itself is the most dangerous place to drive in the world. Okay, in the world. Yeah. How thankful does that make us, Scott, to consider? Wow, we are. We're driving here in the United States of America. And so nah, next time yeah. you see, you know, a traffic cop trying to write his tickets and, and fill his quota, you know, don't be thinking, ah, stupid, late to work. Just think like, hey, man, we're, we're we're trying to save our lives here. It's like that for a reason. Okay. it's You pay a ticket. Insurance goes up. It's sort of a pain. But... Things could be a lot. You could be risking your life driving. I I would take the ticket a few hundred bucks than gambling with my life every time I go on the road. Just I think we get particularly. And again, I'm sounding way too preachy here. We're having fun. Yeah, we gotta go back to some sports and some manly stuff. But I I like where this is going. Right, but and we will, we will. But bless you. We got got a little. Yeah, that was a big one right into the microphone. I was trying to. I was trying to hold it away from the microphone. Nah, you didn't do a good job of it. You didn't. You didn't do a good job of it at all. But I. But again, I think we got to be thankful because of that. Now, particularly, it was inauguration on on Friday, and there's a lot of angst. There's a lot of awkward, awkward feeling. I think between between. A lot of people. Now let's just be thankful here. Let's just be thankful for for little stuff like 
like that traffic cop writing you tickets. Just you think he's trying to fill his quota. He's trying to keep us safe. That's what he's trying to do. That's the of course, that's of what course. that's what it's all about. It's a tough subject. It's a tough subject because it's different countries and it's the way we drive. But you know, it it ha- it can happen to anybody, and that's really that's really the main thing. All these guys drive. You know, we think of them as like gods. You know, and these guys are just driving around Ashburn, driving around Northern Virginia, just like we are, just like two schlubs like we are. Dude, what, could you imagine getting into a fender bender? With like Trent Williams or something, be crazy. Right, it would just be, it would just be dumb. Oh. like my problems and his problems are completely different. Right, he's you know buying marijuana, and you're like oh. <laughs> going to Giant. We went you know, there, huh? sort we of two t- two two different <laughs> groceries. Okay, sucks we had to go there, but all right. <laughs> well, I didn't say you. I said hit. Okay, well we'll just drop it. No, anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're fine. Thoughts and prayers. But let's move on. Scott, we're going to move on to your wheelhouse. Coaching in basketball. Kind of nervous. Well, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll get through it together. Now, I was watching the Miami versus Duke game playing in South Beach. It It was on Saturday. And the score at halftime was Miami 36, Duke 25. Duke just looked flat. Now the final, I don't want to I don't want to like wrap up the game. I want to get into my question here. Just give me a second. The final ended up being Duke 70 76, Miami 58. I'm sorry, Duke 70, my bad, but you, it doesn't matter. One by 12? Okay. And, uh, yeah, right. They were losing by 12 at halftime or by 11 and they ended up winning by by 12. Okay? So here's my question and they just they were a different team. Okay? So you're. It doesn't have to be Duke. It doesn't. You're. It doesn't have to be. You're not working for for Coach L. Just in general for Miami. Just in general. Yeah. You're up by eleven, playing a team who you probably shouldn't be up by eleven against. Yeah. In the Miami situation, what are you <clears throat> saying as a coach to your players at halftime? Well, uh, that's tough because that's kind of uh, on the spur of the moment question um but i'm a team that shouldn't be leading um at halftime all right um first of all first no no no. first of all what i would tell a team what i tell a lot of my teams um at halftime whether we're up 12 or down 12 is the score at halftime is zero zero last time we we should we we went into halftime my, my JV team, we went into halftime up about 14 or 15. And I understood we should be beating this team by 20, 25 at halftime. So when I came in, I said, we're down 10 right now. We're not looking at the score. And so I like to cut it in half. I like to cut this game in half by saying, all right, either the score is 0-0 zero, zero, and we have to win this half, or we're down by 15. You know, we got we to gotta climb back in. Um, I think you have to understand – as the lesser team, the Miami in this team, in this in this game, that law of averages says that they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Law of averages says that you're yep. probably going to shoot a little bit worse than you did in the first half, yep. and they're probably going to shoot a little bit better. Right? So if you take that into account, what can you do to win a bat? What, what can you do to win the basketball game? Right. So then you got to do the little things. You know, Find you got to what. Find a way. I'm just saying you gotta, find you gotta, a you way. you got to find a way. And so you got to find a way by, you know, contesting every shot, getting back in transition. Um, there's a bunch of different things, you know, basketball-wise. I don't want to get too nitty-gritty in it. But there's a bunch of little things you got to do basketball-wise. Get a rebound out of your area. Um, do something because they're going to hit some tough shots in the second half. The law of averages just shows will show that. And we're going to miss some open shots. So how – do we stay up in this game? You know, the game is probably going to get cut. You know, if you're up by 11, it's probably going to cut to five or six at one point. And that right there, so it's going to cut to, I would say, four to six, and I'm going to call a timeout. And it's at that point right there where the game completely changes. It can right. go t- one of two ways. We can either, you know, keep this six-point six lead and build it more, or they can keep chipping away. So that's when it really hits. 
Um, there, it depends on the game. It depends on all that. But it really comes down to little adjustments. You know, this guy's beating us on ball screens. How are we going to change to do that? What kind of defense are we playing? What's working on offense? What isn't? Um, there's a bunch of different things, and that's that's a great question. You know, you're you're the lesser team up by 11, um, and they're going to come back. Like I said, they're going to come back. It's just what's going to happen. Um, and then how? What are you going to do to change that? And Duke came back, and Miami. Whether they, I'm sure they made the necessary adjustments. I'm, I'm, I'm I trust Codell, but you know they they started hitting some shots and and Miami probably missed some open shots and didn't get enough defensive rebounds and didn't get back in transition as well and and then they lost. I didn't see the game so I couldn't tell. But is that is that kind of in the ballpark of what you're looking for? I, I wasn't looking for anything. I'm I, I'm just curious and I, and I like to do little things, do little right. things because a lot of times little things guys can control. You're not going to be right. able to control how they're just going to turn it on all of a sudden. You can control that, but it's, a lot of little things, like you said, that's within your grasp. So go worry about that with the expectation that they're just going to start doing their job a little bit better. Of course, and and I, I tell I tell all my guys that you know control the things that you can control, and block everything else out. You can't control the crowd. You can't control the refs. You can't control you know how the other team acts on the floor. But you can control how you can you act and how you respond to adversity and and there's just a bunch of different little things you can do. Um, right. It's interesting. Now, now let me so let me ask you the same thing on the flip side. Now you're going into Duke's locker room. You're down by 11 at halftime to a team who you should be just smoking. Just I mean, just not letting them up for air. And you're down by 11. What are you saying to that team? You know. It's Is funny. It, you know what I'm thinking, Scott? I'm going to just throw this yeah. out here. I'm thinking you're about to say the same thing. I I'm was, thinking those I was exactly going to say that. Yeah. Are the exact same. Well, they're the exact same thing. The adjustments are different, you know? So it all depends on the game, you know? Um, you can also, you can, it can, it can be close, but you can kind of say the same thing. Law of averages says they're going to miss some. some tough shots that they made in the first half. Let's not worry We're, here. Let, we and, still got right. 20 minutes. We're gonna make some open shots that we miss in the first half. But you gotta, you know, execute. so it's got to be kind of a calming thing. It's got to be kind of an all right. We don't have to win this game in the first five minutes of the second half. Right. You know, they're gonna we're gonna cut it to six, and they're gonna call timeout, and then it's how and then it's how we respond from there. Right. You know, it's how again, it's the little things. You know, it's a, it's almost you're you're right. It's very very similar speeches on both sides but it's the talent level it's the little adjustments can 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 i see that all right well this play works in the first half he probably saw that and he's going to make an adjustment can i make an adjustment to this play to to make it even better and to combat his adjustment it's just you you gotta always be thinking whether you're up down 11 10 whatever um it boils it, it, down, but it's very similar. It boils down to it that pretty much the base, the foundation of any good coaching philosophy, no matter what the sport is, dude, you gotta you gotta play the same way if you're up by ten, if you're down by ten. And that's what every good coach, I think, Sets the tone that that's that's at the that's at the foundation of all of their coaching philosophy. Is okay. I don't care. I don't care if you're if you're winning by fifty. I don't care if you're losing by fifty. You can go. We're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna play hard. We're gonna play worry our about the game. You, you, gotta, you gotta play to your strengths. You know. So there is a certain point when you're when it's ten minutes left in the game and you're up by ten. You don't take your foot off the the gas. You know, you take your foot off the gas when it gets down to the three and four minute mark. You know, then you have to slow the game down a little bit. Yeah. But when you're up by 10, you don't change what's working. You know, you just keep going back to the same thing. And you would think, you know, they could they could stop it or whatever. But no, it's it's really stick with what's working. Stick with the hot hand. Um, don't change. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Right. I love it. My other coaching question for you here, sort of an older game, is from Wizards Grizzlies from last week. 
Now, Wizards end up winning 104 to 101. But this, this, I guess a story, but I don't know. Maybe it was a little late to it. I read about it over the weekend. Tony Allen, one of the best defensive players in the NBA right now, 13-year veteran, he comes out and he says, yeah, uh, Otto Porter wasn't even on our scouting report. Now, Otto Porter went 6-for-8 from the three-point line. This is a career-high form. He just wasn't missing. 18 points just off, just off three-pointers. Now, my question for you, not on the scouting report, is that a coach's thing or is that, hey, he just made two three-pointers in a row. Stop letting him take those shots. Is that, is that a, that's, is that a, a, that's a is, great question. Is I, it a coaching I, thing or is that a, dude, you're a veteran. You're one of the best defensive players in the game. Go make an in-game adjustment and figure it out yourself and don't say it wasn't on the scouting report. What do you think? You probably know my what I think just based on sort well, of how I set it up. Was he like complaining to the coaches about like he wasn't on the scouting report? I didn't know that Otto Porter was a shooter. He just said it to the media. He said, again, he prepared for Beal and Wall because they're all over the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, but you scouting, still know Porter's a shooter. But um, but but no, they Porter Porter's name wasn't on the scouting report. You know that's that's a very interesting question because. That that's actually a really great story. I I had a scout this year where I left a guy's name off the scouting report because there was about I you usually put on a scouting report eight or nine guys, right? I probably put on eight that game. Well, the ninth guy was a guy that was averaging about six or seven minutes a game and about two or three points. And he came out and lit us up he was like seven for 13 from three just crazy just had a cr- absolute career day and i felt bad about it you know after the game we lost that game and i felt bad about it as a coach you know but but, but you first of all it really wasn't i mean numbers say that he's not going to have a good day but you also as a player you know, I, I'm not the one that has to close out or defending him. Like, after he hits the first couple, we start to pay attention. We make adjustments. We say, okay, this guy's playing good. You know, we got to look out for him. Right. So I've been in that situation as a coach where I've left a guy off the scouting report that, you know, that just had a career night. Yeah, but you're so, – so there you're going to get probably reprimanded by the head coach – if sure. a player came up to you and said, hey, coach, how come you're leaving him off the scouting report? Dude, that player should be running the next of practice. Course. Now, granted, it's different with the NBA and media, and who knows what Tony Allen was. He's just talking. I mean, whatever. I think he but was I, more like saying, you know, Otto Porter's not even that good of a player. He wasn't even on a scouting report. I don't think he was complaining to his coaches. Because when that happened, no, my team right. wasn't like, come on, coach, why didn't you put him on the scouting report? We had no idea about this guy. But that should – but that shows up the staff. That shows up the staff. Those comments, even though it's to the media and not and and not to the coaches direct, it's still showing him up. He's passing um, the blame. He's no. passing the buck. Well, how are we supposed to prepare? You want to schedule? We. Tony Allen should still know that Otto Porter is a good player. I mean, everybody in the NBA is a good player. I mean, really, there's a few things on scouting reports, and really, they're not even that important. Like. You would think a scouting report is super detailed and everything. But there's only a few things. You, you look know? out for stuff. First you look out for stuff, game, but really, but then, is he right-handed or left-handed? Is he a shooter or non-shooter? Can he hit the mid-range? Can he drive? Which way does he like to drive? Really, it's not all that complicated. But then and you so, go by the game itself. You don't focus just of on course. the sc- And so not- once he hits the first two threes, you're like, okay, I have to step out on him now. Right. Yeah. Then we're not just saying, "Hey, you're not. You're. We're not thinking about the scouting report during the last two minutes of the game." Right? No. 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 It no. helps out maybe going in maybe the first couple of possessions, but then it's, "Hey, man, let's let's adjust now." Let's. Well, you know your personnel. If Otto Porter wasn't a shooter and hasn't been his whole career, then you sag off him, and you know, you play you play off him. But and then if then if he hits that shot, it's like okay, you know. But Otto Porter's always been a pretty good shooter. Oh yeah, he's 
Georgetown, Georgetown guy. Right. And he's, he's just he's having a great – I don't want to say he's having a great total season because it's – I mean, it's mainly been, come on, mic and earphones, catch up. It's all on my right earphone here. Sorry if you're listening and your right earphone is getting mauled by my voice. My bad. Hopefully it fixes <laughs> itself. I'm not really even sure how to. Oh, here we are. We catching up here? Sort my up. voice is coming in both ears. There we go. Yeah, this, yeah, I gotta get this fixed. Yeah, it's jumping all over the place. Apologies if you're listening. On well, the your earphones look like they're from the from the '90s. You have a '90s Walkman hooked up to that thing. I do, they do look like that. That's not affecting the recording software. Just not. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put the blame like Tony Allen did on something that has nothing to do with us. Great, nothing. great tie back. Great tie in. Right Thanks, there. man. With that, what do uh, what do you say we we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to a familiar segment, Scott, known as Dude of the Week. Dude of the Week. As we've already mentioned in the episode, sometimes athletes are subjected to a lot of unattractive media appeal and this is is committing crimes and blah 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 stuff like this however every now and again scott every now and again an athlete will be held up and praised for just being a decent human being or as we know here on perpetual sports talk the dude of the week that's a good that's a good opening segment to that now i got pretty high expectations here dude get ready now, the cop-out, Scott, would be take one of the Walter Payton finalists, which is Eli Manning, Greg Olson, Larry Fitzgerald, right? That's the cop-out. And I figured, yeah. okay, they're going to be my backup here. I mean, that's has got to be something awesome. quirky, though. That's awesome. But and here you end, Scott, I didn't let you down. Australian Open. That's going on, you know. One of the grand yeah. slams of tennis. That's happening. That's happening. It's been happening the past week. Maybe even more. I don't know. If you're tennis, let us know on Twitter if, if it's been going on longer than that. Now, we, we go, but this takes us back to 2016. Joe Wilfred Tsonga. He's a French tennis player from France. That's where French people are from, Scott. And this is in 2016, so it's last year. He's playing, and one of the ball girls wears a tennis ball right in the nose and it's bad it was a hard shot right in the nose now normally i mean that happens tennis players are going to go back doing the thing it's right in the middle of a match right in the middle of a set but he realizes that this girl is sort of in distress i mean she's crying and he walks over to her and he puts her arm around her and he walks her all the way off the court and it was like just a nice it was a nice little thing to see now that's in 2016 it's sort of Sort of dating back a little, a little bit far. However, the reason why I mention it is because apparently that ball girl wrote him a thank you note a year later, which is this week, saying, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but I was the girl who you helped out. Funny backstory, I got horribly sick and my vision and my hearing were completely out of whack and I, I wore a ball right in the face. And, and Tonga... D- takes a picture of the thank you note or merci note. Yeah. I don't know how you say note in front. Merci, thank you. And and like tweets it out and says, oh, I didn't forget about it because it was a year later, Australian Open. It's it's a cool video. He he just he, he it wasn't it wasn't like a, he's not like he's you know laying on a grenade for this girl, but she's she's in need and he walks over and he puts puts his arm around her. The whole crowd is 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 clapping and and the and the set is just put on pause and he walks her you know he essentially walks her sort of to under under the locker room and then and then comes back. It's kind of a nice video. Wow, that's good. So Joe Wilfred Tonga, if I'm mispronouncing that name which it might be, let us know about on Twitter. Tweet I was, was going to give you crap about, you know, doing somebody from last year. I was going to be like, what are we doing due to last year? Right. You know, but it, it's kind of relevant where he tweeted out something from this year. I, I'll give it, it to you. I'll give it to you. Thank you. It's quirky. I had to mention it. Is it is quirky. I had to mention it. I'm the pro gimmick. You're the anti gimmick. Did you ever see the, the tennis player that, that hit a shot that went out? And the ref called it in. What do you mean that went out? It just went out. It didn't. So like he hit a serve and like it was out. Like it was right on the line, but it was okay. out. 
Okay. And the ref called it in. And the other guy, the other player, wasn't going to challenge it. And the guy was like, you should probably challenge that. And so he was like, wait, really? And so he challenged it, and it was actually out. So he gave the other guy the point, really. Ah. You see what I'm saying? The server told the other guy to challenge that. To say, hey, that's like, that's your point. I'm not winning that's on yours. that. You know, yeah, that's that's actually yours. Right. Okay, so maybe an unfair question on my part, Scott. Do you know who ended up winning that match? Was it the guy who offered the point? You know, couldn't you know, it's a good question, but I couldn't tell you. Because in a story like that, you want the guy who sort of offered the point to win, right? Ball never yeah. lies. But who knows? You may have lost like a big old loser. I don't know. Not sure. Could have. Joe Wilfred Sanga, you are the dude of the week. We're going to move on to a new segment, Perpetual Sports Talk, putting out new segments every week. This segment is called Would You Rather Sports Edition. Now, most of us know Would You Rathers as little things to maybe keep you awake on long car rides. You know, it's, it's, you've been driving 11 straight hours, you're with your buddy, you want to keep him up, so it's a, would you rather do this disgusting thing, or would you rather do this disgusting thing? <laughs> now, we're not going to have disgusting things, we're going to have sport-related would you rathers, we're going to try to stump one another, just get some good conversation. So, yeah. Scott, you in? I'm in. This is our first Let's time, play. man. It's got to be a good play. one if we're going to bring it back. Let's play. I'm ready. Okay. You want me to go first? I think I got a good one. Give it to me, yeah. I want to answer this. Okay. Now, both of these are two-parters, so listen closely. Scott, would you rather have the Washington Redskins win the Super Bowl, but you cannot drink beer for the entire football season from September until February, or would you rather... Have season tickets to the Nationals, but you have to bring your glove to every single game. What do you think? You know, the best part of Would You Rathers is trying to find loopholes in the questions. That's right. So, in your scenario, can I drink liquor? No alcohol. Thank no you for, alcohol. Thank Damn. you for clearing that up. No alcohol. That that is a loophole, but no alcohol. Can at I all. put my glove in my backpack? You have to wear your glove on your left hand eight out of the nine innings. Oh. Pre-game for BP for BP. I'll give it. I'll give it to you this way: batting practice and anything pre-game glove can be in your backpack or under the seat. Eight out of nine innings. Nope. Your I'm glove going, is on your I'm hand. Going Redskins, no alcohol. I'm going Redskins, no alcohol. Dude, you love the Redskins. I didn't see that coming, Scott. I thought you were going Nationals and glove all the way. No, dude, I couldn't do it. Because like, if I could see if I was doing that, the Redskins are going to win the freaking Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. And I can go on like some super weird health binge and be like, I'm not drinking alcohol, being one of those being one of those guys. That would be that would be pretty cool for for like, you know, four or five months. Out of the year. Just okay, be a complete so it's kinda, a timing thing. The football season is a little shorter. It's no big deal. Not even a little shorter. I mean, I'm watching the Redskins win the Super Bowl. Now, are the Re- are the Nationals going to win the World Series? Or do I not know that? You don't know that. They might. They might. But you don't uh, know. Dude, I can't take my glove to a game. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be dead. I think you'd love that one, dude. You do That's not want to look like a schlub. I cannot bring my glove to a game. It's it's everything I have ever preached about. It's I'm, right. I would everything. I'm just be the complete hypocrite. We hate bringing our gloves to games. Scott would rather wear an Expos hat and be the sad Expos fan at a Nationals game than you know bring what? that 2010 that. Mizuno. Opening day, 2017, I'm going to be wearing that Expos hat. You better believe I'm going to get some comments on it. You better hey, be sitting in the same seat. That you I were better, I wearing that be. fresh Turner jersey. No, I, I wouldn't be wearing that. But I'd be, I'll be wearing my Expos hat opening day 2017 in Nationals Park. You better Are you be- looking forward to it, Scott? You better believe it. Marty Twitter better to it. too. I'm ready for the pictures. Do you got one for me or do you want to save that one? I don't. Let's roll in a weekend leftover. Okay. Right now. Let's get after it. Let me pull up our pull up our music here. 
And let's go. So what did you watch over the weekend that you want to dip into the leftover bin? We got three and a half minutes, by the way. Did huh? Three and a half minutes. Um, we had a tough week. Um, I watched some NBA in the hotel room on uh, Friday night. Okay. That was pretty good. Which games did you watch? I believe went in overtime. Wait, sorry. That was a little Your different. You don't watch many jazz games. The jazz I, don't watch games. My, I don't watch many jazz games, so that was a little different. Watching Gordy Hayward over there from uh, from Butler University. Uh, that was that was pretty interesting. And then, of course, on Sundays, I, I watched, well, you know what? It was a pretty, pretty good Sunday sports-wise because I hunkered down at about 1 o'clock and watched the Mason basketball game. Ah. Uh. Which they won at Richmond. Now it's huge. I really, I really appreciated that. And then I just rolled right into football. I got some food in the middle, and then just rolled right into football and watched some crummy football. But hey, you know what? That's what happens. But it was a good day of Sunday on the couch, uh, doing my thing there. So that was fun. Yeah, I agree. Good, good sports Sunday for sure with Mason winning. That was. I can't believe we didn't mention channel flipping. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully that we win in more games, so we'll be talking more, more about Mason. I watched the Caps. I watched the Caps win in overtime. <laughs> Was it Pen Pens? No, they beat the uh, Dallas Stars in overtime, and they were trailing three to one. This is uh, this is Saturday night. Trailing three to one, end up coming back three three, and then the best part it was 19 seconds into overtime, scored, and then they just walked off the ice. Yeah, and it's weird because it. it was a weird like hockey review. It wasn't an official goal, but the Capitals have you waited like the ice. a whole intermission and then 19 seconds and it's over. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like kick in the face there. But it's it's let's review this for for three minutes. The Capitals are gone, but then they announced there's an official goal and Caps ended up winning four to three. This is a little nugget that I watched. Got to mention the Caps. So we mentioned the Caps and we mentioned. The Mason Patriots, who we didn't mention in the in the episode, so it's good. I like doing that in, in weekend leftover. That's that's good. No doubt. But yeah, no, it was, it was a great win to get them back on a winning streak and well, not a winning streak, but just on the winning side, on the winning record in the A ten. Just yeah, still competitive in the A ten. Just saw it all the way around. Now. Had a great first half and let it carry in a second. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. So Scott, where can everybody find us? If they cannot get enough perpetual sports talk, dude, there is no excuse not to find perpetual sports talk now. I know. I mean, we're on iTunes. We're on, we're on iTunes. We're on the internet at Podbean. I mean, you Google us, there are things popping now. Perpetual sports talk has taken over the web. Dude, we're we're a presence. We're a, it's a heavy, heavy presence. We're no sitting doubt. there. Man, we we're lurking in the depths of the internet. But you know, it's I mean it's it's not a bad it's not a bad little uh little podcast. We're having fun. We're carving our little corner of the internet. You know That's, what? We we have a little PST corner. I like that. <laughs> I did, we did get to we did get to like fifteen downloads with our last episode, episode twenty. That's two incredible. two of them were me, so we got to thirteen. Two of them were you, but two you know what? I, we didn't even shoot out a mass text to all our friends and family. I, I know we have, and I we're still know. getting fifteen random people out there. We appreciate you. It was you know what I felt like? I felt like Charlie and Mac when they each got a minimum wage job working in the mailroom and they were so pumped about it. They're like well, they split minimum, it, right? They split it. Minimum <laughs> wage. That's a government salary, dude. Minimum wage. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it, I was like, fifteen downloads? Fifteen <laughs> downloads. That's great for us. That's we don't care about that. We just do this for fun. We don't do it for you as much as we uh, as we like to say, but it's been great. It's That's twenty-one right. down. You know what? When we get to a hundred, we you know what we should do. When we get to a hundred, we should actually do it in a bar. That would be cool. That'd be fun. It'd be pretty fun. Bar. That's Maybe. A, that's after two almost two years of epi- of recording. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's certainly a milestone. We have. We'll, we're going to have to do two a week soon. We're doing one a week now, which is great. Which but is awesome. it'll it'll get back once once March hits. We'll be rolling two a week again. Yeah, yeah. But but for now, we're here again. Make us your make us your favorites. Put us in the favorites toolbar. 
you know, Scott, poor Scott. It's it's your it's your uh, homepage. I'm pretty sure for oh, Podbean. It has to be. That's my you know, Twitter homepage. Yeah. You, you gotta you gotta subscribe on iTunes. You gotta get that done, and give us a follow on Twitter if you're on the old Twitter machine. So you're just caught up. Let's roll with it, man. Well, it was a fun one today. So I, I had a lot of fun. This is, this is a good. This is a good quality episode. Hey, it's here. just good not to be doing it at five a.m. again. Yeah, yeah. Doing the night, doing the nightcaps are a little bit better. A little more energy. Enjoy a pop or Fair two. Enough. Hang out for a little while. Fair enough. But we'll be back at you next week. That's it for us, Scott. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott.